When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to episode number 34 of the TTM Sports Show. My name is James and today I'm joined as usual by our guest presenter, David Hancock. David, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I'm very, very well. Thank you very much for joining us again on the TTM Sports Show. Uh, topics for discussion this week, Deontay Wilder. Has he lost his mind? Uh, I think he did a long time ago, if I'm totally honest. So for the listeners that may be listening, what's Deontay Wilder been up to? Well, um, they had a the press conference, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, a few weeks back, which we were all wondering what he was going to be like. And he chose to not say anything the whole press conference and have his headphones on. A little bit like yours, but I think they were more expensive. Yeah, his and, were like uh, maybe 300 pounds, minor 300 pence. Yeah. And, uh, he chose to say nothing. But I don't know if you saw, he did actually talk to Sky Sports and a few other people after. Yeah. And he was still not um, particularly great uh, with sort of one-line um, answers. Yeah, he had, he had a one-word vocabulary. Some of the stuff he was saying was outrageous. He started then going on Anthony Joshua. You know, look, we all remember Eddie Hearn, you know, said, uh, you've, you've made us a £50 million offer. That's great. That's good. And I believe Shelley Finkel, uh, Shirley Finkel when uh, when they say they made the £50 million, but what they couldn't do is back it up with, you know, paperwork. And, and you know, if you're going to, if someone's offering you £50 million, you want to see where it's coming from, don't you, surely? And then there was the comments about Anthony Joshua this week stating that it would take one punch to finish him and knock him out well it probably would if he caught him <laughs> you know but he's got to catch him I think Fury's so far ingrained in the fabric of his brain he, he just can't deal with him I don't I think I think he's lost it I, I just think he's lost it the only thing you can't take from Wilder is the one trick 
the original one trick pony yeah i just think um i didn't like going into this like last month on the on the podcast i said i was really unsure on both fights the usik versus um joshua i think joshua smashes as wilder yeah well i'm i'm unclear about that but i was unclear about the fury versus wilder but now seeing him and the way he was yeah um he was just i don't know if you gareth davies interviewed fury like literally a few days ago um and fury believes that that was wilder's way of answering all the flaws about the gloves and basically about the whole media turning on him and asking him you know why why are you saying your water was drugged and all this stuff because i think he wouldn't have known what to do and i think yeah yeah, absolutely i think he's totally intimidated by fury and also they all say uh, even Fury says um, everybody's got a puncher's chance when you take somebody on and you have to admit, I think you have to admit that defeat um, to then know how to come back from it. Yeah, Joshua did it with Ruiz, didn't he? He was, uh, and, and look, it's heavyweight boxing. I still maintain to this day that, you know, Joshua was in the process of finishing Ruiz when he received the check left hook, which changed the face of boxing for six months. Um, you know, it's a heavyweight boxing fight. If you get hit hard enough, you will go down, you will get knocked out. Deontay Wilder has that heavy artillery. Unfortunately for him, he's got nothing else. They say he's got a good jab, has he? I, I, I don't think he has. I think he's in the top six or seven heavyweights, not in the top three for me. No way. Um, you know, he's, he, I think he's been fighting cab drivers. Yes, he had two good victories over a 57-year-old, you know, Ortiz. But, you know, as far as I'm concerned, Dillian White's more deserving of a, of a WBC strap than Deontay Wilder. That's my opinion. I don't know what it is. I think, the, I think because of the position Wilder is... I think all the critics don't want to turn around and say, look, he, he, he is, he, you know, they all like to go, he's the heaviest puncher in the business. And I just think, I don't really think he is. I think he's literally, you look at his footwork is terrible. He hasn't really any skill. The only skill he's got is he can hit you really hard and knock you out. You know, he's got, yes, he's got loads of wins under his belts, but who? Nobody. Like you said, Ortiz was the only really good win. He was constantly offered joshua and yes there's this whole they offered but joshua he even admitted that he got a deal from joshua and he turned it down for fury because he thought fury was knackered he thought fury was knackered he was fat yeah and oh no that went a bit wrong for him didn't it well he lost the first fight anybody who has half a brain cell knows he lost that first fight even with two knockdowns christ he could have had three fury knockdowns you know and he still would have won the fight on points it was that convincing for me um the last round you could have argued would have been a 10-9 they you know i I know they automatically say 10-8 you put fury down the reality was he got back up and early put wilder down and he slaughtered him for the last uh for the last round there uh for me the heavyweight boxing scene at the moment is um the star is just beginning, is it? Is it beginning to dim a little? Because the boxing politics are now coming to the forefront of everything. Talking about boxing politics and the, and the, and the scene in terms of media and, and behind the scenes stuff. DAZN, massive, massive moves in the UK since we were last on. Sky Sports have lost their deal. They've now struck a deal with Top Rank which was very, very interesting to see, actually. That, that that did surprise me. That took me by surprise left field because we were all sat there wondering, well, where's Sky going to get their boxing content from? Is it the end for Adam Smith and Johnny Nelson and co? But it isn't. Top rank. Deal signed. How do you feel about that? I 
the thing is, I don't... Um, They're all on at four in the morning, but, you know... I don't really overly rate the top-ranked cards anyway. I didn't think... I saw Lomachenko, and I didn't think that was an f- overly fantastic fight. Mm. There are only a few fights every weekend. I just don't think... You know, Bob Barron's got Fury, but that obviously that's the sign to BT. And ESPN. Um, I just didn't think... I, I would have thought Sky would have gone for a deal with... Um, PBC? Mayweather, the Mayweather promotion side. I can't really who that is. But they they stream that like Devin Haney. Is it oh, Devin tri- Haney? is it Triller and stuff like that? Oh, Tank, Tank. Yeah, give on um, to Davis. Fights on uh, it's on Thriller, uh, and it's on a app which you download in the UK called Fight F I T E Fight uh, TV. It's just it's just all over um, the place, and the pay per view is like nine ninety nine, and they share all the Thriller stuff like Mike Tyson. Um, obviously tank and the tank card was amazing the other week mm. you could buy it if it was tank but i don't know why sky didn't it's far more interesting they didn't put an event on every week i just don't top rank it doesn't make me keep sky i'm afraid because the difference all. is the difference is david is uh the people that that look at boxing and analyze it from the from looking to right to the center core of the inside people like us would find that interesting sky's main customer base is 70 percent casual they see Anthony Joshua and go, oh, yeah, he's brilliant. Who's he fighting this week? Oh, he's fighting Usyk. Oh, that's an easy win for Joshua. Easy, easy, easy win. And I know I said that he will blast Usyk away. That's my personal opinion. Um, but you, you see what I'm saying. You know, if Fury's fighting, mm-hmm. let's just pick something out of the air here. Fury against Andre Ruiz Jr. For the casual boxing fan that doesn't follow boxing, they just follow, you know, the big fights, for instance. Or Fury against Ortiz. You know, to people within boxing, you know that Ortiz on his day can can cause you problems you know fair play to wilder he did get the victory twice over him but for the casuals is old you know as well so. yeah old he is now but for the casuals what we're saying is you know or hergovich then you know let's let's pick with random what yeah, i'm trying Hergovic. to say is with sky so you could say fury against hergovich yeah that's a good fight that's a very good fight to the casual fan if sky sports were promoting that and it was all over you know get it 1995 on sky box office now fury against hergovich people tuning in would expect a, a convincing fury victory yeah, but people on the inside know that it's actually a very, very tough fight. So what I'm trying to say to you yeah. is it's all well and good um, Sky doing the deal with, you know, fight and obviously getting all the thriller content. But would their customer base actually watch it? I think the one thing you could say is the Logan Brothers, the YouTubers and this a new arm of boxing, if you'd like to if you'd like to call it that, let's say the third arm of boxing, which is the exhibition route, which is actually growing in popularity. That could have been a way in. But then again, you know, I think uh, the, the actual Sky analysts and stuff like that are, are you know, ex-fighters, ex-world champions. They they want genuine fights. So they've gone for top rank. I thought it was left field. I didn't didn't see it coming. It was good. Um, but we have to switch over and look at DAZN. We'll talk about the boxing of DAZN in a moment. DAZN have just recently announced that they'll be taking on the Women's UEFA Champions League. Um, they've signed Laura Woods from TalkSport. They've yeah. signed some big, big names. Um, I think they're now dipping their toes into the football arena. Sky Sports have really got to be looking over the shoulders here, but you go back 10 years, there was no BT Sport, there was no DAZN, it was all Skies, all to themselves. Yes, you had Satanta that come into it. Yes, you had Premier Plus or whatever it was. But now there's three bona fide sports broadcasters within this country. 
you know, taken out terrestrial. You've got BT Sport, you've got Sky Sports, and DAZN are entering the market. And interestingly enough, DAZN seem to have the deepest pockets. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how they... Um... See, we know that they make a lot of money, obviously, through their subscriptions. I don't know how it works, because obviously Netflix is not that much netflix seem to bang out more content than i've ever seen in my life they're literally paying yeah. 150 million so obviously there's massive pockets and at DAZN, i just see DAZN completely destroying sky and um, i i don't think bt will suffer too much because i think bt's very much become uh, a home for football more than it is boxing the boxing isn't particularly well, great well they've got the frank warren deal haven't they so you know there's been a shift eddie hearns took a gamble here in my opinion he had what is in 70 percent of british homes sky you know he was in there now he's sort of he's come out of that and he's going into the more technology it could be a master stroke it could be you know if his own fails you know, I don't think Sky will take him back, will they? I think they've got two fights left with Joshua, though, haven't they, Sky? Is it two fights, one or two fights? And one, then he... one, I believe, one, is yeah. one. Um, and this is a thing I'd imagine that if DeZone won him, that's going to be a have to be a big wad. And that will show how deep their pockets are. Because they've yeah. got Canelo. Absolutely. Well, and they that... had Canelo. They're sort of... It's sort of like that, I think. I don't think there's any more on the Canelo deal, I believe. Canelo is a matchroom fighter. That's That's... That's, you know, signed, sealed. He is a matchroom boxing fighter. But he's not signed to a... But he's TV not signed to a broadcaster anymore. No, but you will yeah. find as a matchroom boxing fighter, you know, he will fight on the zone. I can't see him fighting anywhere else. I mean, where is Showtime right now? You know, HBO exited 10 years ago. You know, I remember back in the day when it was, you know, Mayweather, Pacquiao, Hatton, Calzaghe. It was all HBO. It was all HBO. And then Manny Mayweather made that move, didn't he, for £500 million for five fights to Showtime. And then it was all Showtime. Uh, culminating in the Mayweather-McGregor match. It was Showtime, Showtime, Showtime. Hence all much of them since. And all the while, DAZN uh, making their way through. Premier Boxing Champions was flourishing. It's now that star starting to dim. ESPN making a comeback. Top rank coming to the fore. There is a seismic shift, and we're watching it unfold in our eyes. The youngsters of today, you know, Triller. They're like, yeah, it's all about Triller. It's all about Triller. You know, what about Friday night fights on ESPN? You know, stuff like that. You know, Monday night fights, for instance, where you get two world title fights, two eliminators, and two rookies. You know, that, that for me, is a wonderful card of boxing. Um, back to DAZN Boxing, though. So, we all subscribed. Um, I paid... One ninety nine, two ninety nine, something like that. Uh, Dave, tell the audience, tell the audience what's happening with DAZN now. Uh, well, DAZN obviously is going to be putting on the uh, fight camp three weeks. What they did last week, uh, well, what Matchroom did last year on um, Sky, and instead of obviously they ended with a Dylan White versus is it Provetkin they ended with getting knocked yes. out. Yeah. Ended with Povetkin knocking out uh, Dillian White uh, for a pay-per-view, which was 20 quid. Uh, But this time, obviously, they're starting for the temporary fee of 299, I think it is. Yeah. For three weeks of boxing. And that's going to be three weeks uh, with just amazing cards. So Just if if you've cards. already subscribed to DAZN like we have on our tablets and you can log in on your smart TV, do we have to pay an additional two ninety nine, or are we covered for Fight Camp? 
I think we're covered for a fight camp. So you're paying your normal thing. And what they've been doing, I don't know if you received it, they're sending, they've been sending out surveys mm. to people. Uh, I had one. It was basically asking. So I don't think it's fixed yet on what they're going to charge people. Because it says, what would you pay for on your design? So what would you pay for your design subscription? What would you pay a month? Uh, well, I, do you know what my missus, my wife Eight said. Eight to ten quid? My wife said you shouldn't have put you should have put zero you should have put three quid. Yeah. But I put nine 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 in because I thought I think that is how much I think that's fair, been. considering how many pay per views do we watch a year? Ten, eleven maybe. And and you've got to be thinking to yourself, they're all twenty five quid each, so you're looking at three, four hundred quid straight out, you know? I, I would prefer a month I would prefer a yearly just fee though, just to cut off the two months at the end, we'll call it a hundred. Well, I mean, temper, yeah, yeah, you can. But then for those people, you know, there's listeners out there that may not be able to afford that upfront. And, um, you know, £10 a month to me is fair. Eight to £10 a month is fair. I think there should be a loyalty thing as well. The longer you're with the zone, it should potentially go down each year you're with them by 50p, for instance, over five years. And then you hit the cap, which will probably, you know, six, seven quid. And you get rewarded like we all subscribed before the Canelo fight against Billy Joe Saunders. For those that actually subscribed, surely there should be a bit of uh, loyalty there as well to the to the things. But this is boxing. This is money. This is politics. This is TV. They don't care about the little you, man. You, they you need the money. You say about the loyalty, but what do you expect them to do? They're giving you boxing. They're giving you... Three, three amazing fight nights in Saturday, uh, on the Saturdays in July, coming into August. Three amazing cards, and it's going to be one, no, two ninety nine. What else do they need to give you? Come on, you're no, going to be no, getting yeah. boxing everywhere from Mexico, all around the world. D- Dillian White's going to be fighting, I believe, uh, in August, America, August, end of August. I think he's fighting. Yeah, um, probably about eleven or twelve p.m. because they want to keep the card. It's going to be Katie Taylor, I believe, is fighting as well, August, August, September. I mean, $9.99, I don't want no loyalty. Just give me the boxing. I want it in 4K because it is beautiful picture now, thanks mm. to the streaming. Um, just, I don't want loyalty. Just give me, as long as they don't whack it up next year to um, like 20 quid a month. Uh, I'm not bothered. Uh, Eddie Hearn will disappoint a lot of people. He can't put it up to 20 quid a month because people are just no, turning it off. Um, and they'll just take up the 25 quid now and then. Um, two more things I want to touch on um, before no. we end. Uh, before we end up on uh, Dave's monthly rant about a random subject in the world of sport or boxing, so that gives you a bit of time to think about something to have a rant about. Uh, the listeners love mm. that. Um, we're going to talk while you think about that. We're going to talk first about boxing games. Um, we were talking off air about the Fight Night series. Um, unbelievable series of games in EA Sports. Why has there never been, in your opinion, a remake or uh, a next edition of the Fight Night franchise? I think... Sorry, you broke up a little bit then. That's why I paused. Um, I think it's because um, of the rights that it costs because obviously mm. when you you have to you, you're selling your image aren't you um to a franchise uh for instance brock lesnar he couldn't appear in wwe games for a while because his image was in uh ufc and obviously i think there's an issue with anthony joshua and tyson fury at the moment because their image is in ufc 
and most of the heavyweights are now going to this new game which is being done by um i saw the advert for this yeah, yeah. I, I saw it canelo is the front man it also, i can't remember the particular name of it something like e ESRB or something, I believe. Yeah, it's esports boxing, something like that. And there was well, there was a British one actually, wasn't there? That was supposed to come out last year. They made a big song and dance about it. Johnny Nelson was in it. There was a lot of Anthony Crawler was in it. It was more of British-based fighters. I never ever seen it come to fruition. I've never seen it released. If there are any listeners, get in contact with us. Tell us. Um, just contact us at www.thinktwicemedias.com, and we'll get back to you on that. Um, but for me, I, I the the rumor that I've heard is you're right with the with the imaging and that that you know i don't think joshua or fury would give uh, their rights if they know something could be in the pipeline um i, I think e, ea sports are in their last negotiational you know contractual obligation sorry i meant to say with ufc because they cannot make a boxing game because the ufc is part of their contract with ea sports dictate that they are the only combat sports game you know sport you know boxing ufc you know stuff like that um, when that fight, when that contract ends, you could then, for instance, potentially see EA Sports re-releasing a new fight night game. But someone else mentioned, James, who isn't here tonight, he's, he, he, to believe it or not, he's actually on his way back from work. We've got a podcast and a bit with a with a, a wonderful, wonderful guest on the TTM Sports Show, episode 35. But he said, why don't they just do what they did with the Tiger Woods? Why don't they just rebrand it and sell it off to 2K Sports? Or something like that. Someone who can actually, you know, deliver now. They can. They can deliver a good game 2K Sports. They've done a great, great games now with uh, the American football, with the basketball, the ice hockey especially, the cricket, the golf themselves. Um, it's, it's like EA 2.0, isn't it, really, 2K Sports? When they first come into the gaming world as sporting games, it was a bit like, oof, I'm not sure, I don't, you know, it was the Abe's Odyssey of, uh, of, of sporting, sporting gaminess. But to be fair... Um, you know, if you were to hear through the grapevines or any sports blogs or anything in the next year saying Fight Night Champion 2 or Fight Night Round 5, you have to admit, you have to be buying that game. The, the, the problems I see, though, very several problems I would see with that idea. Number one, um, 2K had a horrific year with the WWE game, which was not out last year, it was out the year before. Right. Where the game was basically completely knackered and they had to give people refunds because the game wasn't even finished it was the worst game really it was completely it was slagged off it was breaking down they were selling it off i think for 20 pounds and offering online refunds to any because the game just wasn't finished so you'd play it and it would just why would they release off. it if it wasn't finished to meet a deadline well, this is that this is the question they didn't release one last year i think they released a game called um wwe battleground which was very much cartoonish for kids yeah yeah and i think i believe there's a new one coming out this year so i've got but i know the basketball game and also when you sell your image usually you sell it so you can't go in any other boxing games and the problem i see for them is anyone who wants this franchise that other game i showed you which is coming out this year which is being produced by a company in sheffield they have bought every boxer bar joshua and fury going they've got roy jose jr and they obviously just renounced Canelo's talking about he is in that game. And the, big, I mean, the biggest looks... bit is it does look good. It does look good. So did that British game, though, that never came to fruition. If the game plays good, if the gameplay matches Fight Night, next generation, we're talking PS4, 5, um, 
then of course, hey, look, we're all on board, aren't we? You know, when we get that little five minutes when the wife and kids are in bed asleep and you can you can start to give it a little bash. But uh, as far as I'm concerned, so we're going to come to the last bit now. Uh, anything that you want to rant on? There's something that's annoying you in the world today. Anything um, at all? Wilder's attitude? Too, well, Wilder's actually blocked me uh, mm. on Instagram because he didn't like my comments of um, about him dodging uh dillian white years tell ago. us tell us about that so so you called out i Wilder just i on... just said he was i i, I didn't I'm, I'm not I'm, when i go on social media i will never go call in somebody yeah. like a dickhead right no i've course. had quite a few arguments this month yeah, yeah. right so dillian so i've had an argument with um the bronze bomber uh last year i think so i said he was dodging white and he was mm. uh carissa shields i've had a bit of an argument with yeah, because I think she's ducking Savannah Marshall. Yeah, she can't and fight Katie she, Taylor; she's too big. And she won her her last MMA fight, which is great. But how can you? I, I know women's boxing is different, but how can you be the greatest of all time? And you've only had eleven fights, so we had a slight argument. Um, and Connor Ben, I had a bit of an argument with Connor Ben um, mm. about three weeks ago, because all he goes on is about beating Vargas, and I didn't rate Vargas anyway. Well, um, you know, we floored Khan. Um, I know you're about to say who hasn't floored Khan. However, um, look, he was impressive in that fight. I think we just need to see how he develops. Um, you know, so if it had been longer, I think if it had been a longer fight, people would have said, you know, what was great. But even the next guy he's taken on, yeah, he was good against Formella. Great. Um, I but think Eddie's moving him Connor slowly. Ben's ranked. Connor Ben is ranked twentieth um, in the world. WBA in his weight. In his way, I believe, yeah. Mm. Whereas this other gentleman is ranked a hundred, oh, and like eight, I think. Interesting in the world. So it's a massive difference, and I gatekeeper. And he's got a lot of losses, and I don't know what I tell you. My rant is mainly boxers can't take a bit of criticism. There's a massive difference between they think social media. If someone's calling you a twat, mm. then that's not acceptable. If someone's being racist, that's not acceptable. But if someone's just telling you their opinion on home truths, then you're always going to get criticism. I have people do it on my YouTube channel. I laugh it off. It's the way it goes. You, I don't know if you've been, you've got any of that yet. Yeah, I've had happens. it. I've had it. All they, all they say is, um, whenever we come to an interval on a YouTube video and it comes back onto me on screen, I always open up with, "Okay then." So, and that, and uh, I always get that. Again, the amount of times he says. Okay then, and I was just, I just laugh it off. I was like, yep, yeah, fair point, fair point, you know. Or you can pick up a microphone yourself and see how you want to do it. But, you know, that's fine, I get it. I think that's social media. As long as you are respectful in yeah. human elephant, uh, you know, element, sorry. Uh, you know, no racism, no sexism, no uh, anti-genderism and, and stuff like that. I get it, you know, we, we, we both get it. And we know that, we know, we, we've had the stuff on YouTube with yourself with, you know, curb your feminism and where things have potentially gone too far the other way um but that's for our other channel on ttm dark and we'll we'll do something with that with that coming up um, i've got two questions to yeah. ask you before this is over yeah go for it simple questions yeah number one who wins connor uh connor mcgregor or dustin Poirier? saturday night the rematch who wins connor mcgregor i think he's up for it this time right well i'm saying round three and four Poirier. he's gonna knock him out Gas and and okay. next thing is, is it coming home? 
I'm on the fence. Um, I was on a podcast uh, 10 minutes before I came on with you on someone else's show. Um, I said, look, England have done really well through the tournament. We started off very slowly, but then most champions do start slowly and they build into it. The the, the sliding doors moment, if it were, was against Germany uh, where we got that great win. We're the only team in the history of the European Championships to never concede a goal in the first five games. We swatted aside Ukraine like a troublesome fly that you've managed to catch with the back end of a newspaper. Um, next up, Denmark. They're flying high on the emotion, unfortunately, of what happened to Christian Eriksen. And uh, we're all happy in, in the football community. I'm really, really thankful that he was able to survive. He's one of the world's best players in his position. Um, that being said, you would expect a, a 60,000 capacity Wembley, England riding high. You'd expect us to go through. And I, t as I said on the other sports show, I'm not prepared to say anything uh, until and if we make it to the final. Um, the best time to talk to me if we're in the final will probably be 11am on Sunday with a bright sunshine and a day off from work and then you might catch me uh, then but until then we just need to get through by Enough. hook or by crook 1-0, 2-1, 3-2 whatever penalties I don't care as long as we get to the final um, I think that will be a very good result Thank you for answering that so what we will do then, guys, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening to this episode of Boxing Monthly, where we've touched on Deontay Wilder's mind-boggling madness. We've touched on the disown and deep analytical aspects of broadcasting and politics within boxing. We've touched on the gaming world, in fact, uh, the sports gaming world. And we have every month now, it's David's rant of the month. We love that. Um, David, thank you very much for joining us. David will be joining us again, no doubt, in a few weeks. Do something for TTM Dark. Uh, we'll, we'll deep dive into something. Uh, if you do want to listen to any conspiracies or anything that may interest you, we have September the 11th, What Happened, where myself and James take a deep, deep analytical look and the conclusions that we come to may be surprising. We'll leave it there. Thank you very much and we'll see you again very, very soon. Bye-bye. Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.